1: We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care and it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to Merrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 332 on the Get Married Podcast. Of course, we are so excited to be here. Mm -hmm. Six degrees on the Gold Coast today. Yeah, what the? It's like, what? Are we actually having winter this year? (laughs) Well, maybe this week. This week. (laughs) (laughs) True, but I hope that um, all of you Aussies who are listening are staying warm because I know the East Coast has been... Very cold mm. this week. Um, of course, we're very excited to be back in your ears with another brand new episode on the Get Married Podcast. Last week we skipped it. We both had iron infusions. Emma didn't feel very well. Oh, I had a terrible reaction. Yeah, again. Again. I wasn't very well. If anyone has figured out how to stop their anemia, <laughs> chronic and- anemia. Chronic chronic. I mean, that's like – I guess – I mean, we've spoken to many people and they get regular iron infusions. Mm. Where is our iron going? And maybe it's from our periods, but I don't know. My period isn't that heavy. Yeah, happy for anyone to reach out. Yes, do. But that's not what we're talking about today. Um, We read an article this week and it was Mm -hmm. really interesting. It was shared on the ABC Radio National Instagram and we will provide a link to the post so you can check it out. And I'm going to read a brief synopsis of the article and then we're going to discuss. It's very relevant to what we've talked about before. I know that you're going to be really interested in it. I found it fascinating and I'm really pumped to share it with you. So here you go. Amid an epidemic of body image anxiety, could one simple act change everything? Joseph grew up hating his stereotypically big nose. It started with schoolyard teasing. He says, someone probably said something like, oh, you big nose. It must have at some point really got to me, he says. And since then, he's had three nose jobs, the first when he was 17. Philosopher and author Heather Widows says Joseph's experience is increasingly common. While she doesn't begrudge anyone their choice to adapt their body, she worries about the societal pressure that leads to image obsession. She says, We've gone from beauty being one thing we care about to it being almost defining of who we are. Research from Monash University found over 43% of Australians are highly concerned about their body image. In a study by the Butterfly Foundation, over 70% of 3,000 people surveyed said they wished they could change the way they looked. Professor Widows says there's a few reasons why body image issues are front of mind. Firstly, we live in a more visual culture than ever before, where the image always speaks louder than words. And then there's social media, where we're able to constantly compare ourselves to others. Plus, where once beauty treatments were very topical and superficial, now we literally can change the shape of our bodies. Former Vogue Australia editor-in-chief Kirsty Clements had cosmetic surgery procedures in her 40s actually, had cosmetic procedures in her 40s, including lip fillers, Botox, and collagen injections. A decade later, she'd had enough. She says, when I got to my 50s, I thought, oh, who are you kidding now? Miss Clemens, now 60, believes ageism is a driving force in the increase of cosmetic enhancement. The pressure is for us to try and keep up, to stay young and to be fresh, she says. There are now literally lunchtime procedures where you can go back to work and nobody cares that there's a few marks in your face. So, how do we tackle a tidal wave of body image issues? Well, Professor Widows has one suggestion. Professor, I should say. Stop talking about other people's bodies. Full stop. Let's not look at what people do or don't do. Let's not say this practice is okay and that perhaps is not, she says. Let's just take the pressure completely off. Discuss. <laughs> well, I mean, God, there's so much there that I know we can directly relate to. Hello, nose job. Mm -hmm. Joseph, that's your story, Carla. Same story. Mm -hmm. You were in the canteen line and someone said, get out of the way, big nose. Mm -hmm. And then you realise, oh, I have a bigger nose than the average, perfect, small, petite button nose. Apparently that's what a perfect nose is. And then that kind of like led to so many, I guess, self-image issues anxiety, forever thinking, you know, you, about this thing on your face which mm. happened to be your nose that allows you to live and allows you to breathe. Thank God for your nose. And who says a bigger nose is wrong anyway? Uh mm. oh, societal <laughs> pressures. That's what it is and that's what this is about, societal pressures. And I completely agree about the ageism stuff. Yeah. Like far out. Well, I mean that's really from – I guess going into our thirties, right? Yeah, I I feel like we're the ult- we're not the ultimate target market. We're one of the target markets, uh, for this kind of cosmetic procedure of like Botox and fillers and whatnot. And you know, as the article says, this isn't about what you shouldn't do or what you should do, uh, and if you've done it, it's not about that. It's just about it. We're just, yeah, we're, we're we're questioning it. Well, and it's like if it's causing anxiety and suffering this is why it must be discussed because really we don't want a society of whatever 43% of people feeling crap about themselves because what does that lead to it leads to so much it leads to people not wanting to go out in public not wanting to work doing less uh less for society like there's so many other reasons besides our looks why this is an issue mm-hmm. like the the i guess the constant feel of our our environment as well like it's not really one that makes you feel excited. When you're feeling this ongoing anxiety and everyone else is, like what's the feel? What's the energy like? Pretty mm. crap, right? Yeah, and I think that's a really interesting thing you brought up, like what is? what are these feelings stopping us from? Yes, that's what I'm trying to get to yeah. in like that mumbo-jumbo way. I got, I got it. <laughs> I understood it. I translated it. Uh, and I think this is a great question. I think it's a great question for all of us to ponder. You know, if we do have these thoughts about ourselves, like what is it actually stopping us from? Yeah. And I guess it's realising that and questioning why do I think this way and do I have to keep thinking this way? Yes. And I mean, even as you said, we're getting into our 30s, like I can definitely see my face starting to change. Mm. I can see the lines around my eyes, especially when I smile. I'm like, oh, yeah, like there's a lot more lines. Even like around my mouth, I can see like gravity, like, you know, the droopingness. And like, why is it a bad thing? Like my top lip, I can see like it lines a defined lip line yeah like you know um like wrinkles on the top yeah lip. I can see like there's a few wrinkles on my and, top upper lip um also my eyelids feel heavier? Yeah droopier yeah I'm like hey, what's that You're like get up <laughs> and like this but this is the thing it's like what instead like why can't we just embrace mm. this? And I mean like I feel like this will be our goal, sis, you and I to do this together, embrace our changing faces and also acknowledge the utter privilege of getting old, of aging, of aging and I mean and as as the article says, it's it's not about saying like if you okay, if you get your botox, like we're not saying shame on you. No way. Like if you want to get it, get it. Like I don't necessarily think I want to get that because I don't necessarily think I want to look like that either. Mm. Like not saying anything on other people but for me I don't know if I want to look like that because of course it does give like it changes your face too so it's like am I either going to change naturally or am I going to change artificially because it's not like after Botox you look like you were when you were 18 I'm sorry it's not true. you don't. you yeah, look different. It, it might be like that your skin does it's just like your skin doesn't have lines, anymore, yeah, but, but you, but you don't does, look younger. you yeah, look different and it can change the shape of your face completely. yeah, and like it's like even when I got my nose jobs, like you know, I went in there saying, and this is like naivety with uh, plastic surgery, obviously. I was like, you know, don't change the way I look. Like yeah. just change my side profile. And it's like um, that is that the is way where you look. Like I, I really remember thinking that uh, and saying that to the surgeon, like I don't want you to change my face too much but, hey, shave off half my nose. But isn't that kind of like I think it's I think these plastic surgeons, cosmetic surgeons, whatever they are, they need more responsibility to say look, you're getting a procedure that is going to change your whole face. You change one thing on your face, your whole face is going to change. Mm. Like I think there needs to be more regulation. Yeah, well, I think like because the process is, you know, they do the little in front of you magic trick where they've got your picture. It's as simple as that, And they pretty much Photoshop you in front of you and that's a sales technique absolutely to get you to sign the dotted line and book in your surgery. Um, and of course, the rest of your face doesn't change. It's just that yeah. one thing that they change. But when you change one thing, it changes everything. And also, what they don't tell you is like, as time passes, also the surgery can then change. So like, Jeez. I know we've had um, who who was it? Was it were we reading about it or did someone email us? I can't recall where the tip ah oh. uh, collapsed like of their nose. And that yeah. happened. Uh, I've had I had an, oh another girl message me like an essay on Instagram, and was just so devastated with the outcome of the first one. Contemplating a second one, was asking me like, you know, do you regret the second one? Like, what should I do? I just feel so ashamed. Blah blah mm. blah. All of these horrible feelings my heart that breathed. the nose job was supposed to fix. I know, and this is this is the problem, isn't it? That. Really, we're putting so much value and defining ourselves from our looks. This mm. is the core problem. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, when the nose job doesn't fix the the problem that you think you have, that I don't fit the box of beauty, I'm not in there, then what do you do? It's like, oh, crap. Well, you get a second one or you get something else. And then you get a third one and a fourth one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you start with the nose job. Then you're like, oh, I need my boobs done. Oh, oh I need my butt done. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's literally endless. It's like SEO. That's also endless. (laughs) Another topic. It's true. And I think, you know, let's talk more about this whole idea of like where our worth lives, our self-worth. It definitely, I agree with the comment of Professor Widows in that we as a collective have too much focus on the way we look and that we think Our value and our worth is based on that and we can see this in the way that society is represented in the media when we look at the women on our screens. Yeah. What is happening? Like, you know, we're we're seeing these women as an example and, you know, hats off to these celebrities who I don't know how they do it but as an example, Jennifer Aniston, she doesn't look like she's aged since she was on Friends. She literally looks the same. Yeah, Like, how? Well, doesn't she work for that brand, Avino? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a super cheap brand, but, right? I call. I don't know about that. Are you using that? And mm. I mean, they definitely have access, obviously, to more. Uh, they're able to spend more money on like skincare and whatever, yeah. and maybe like actually, it really does work. I know that I read that she put like gold leaf eye cream all over her body, and also like they have. A team of chefs. Yes, I mean, okay. We like if you eat certain foods, if you drink enough water, this is definitely going to help your skin. If you have sunscreen, this is going to help your mm. skin too. If you're doing like LED facials every yeah. day, yeah, I mean, help all like you, pigmentation. If whatever. you have a level of wealth mm. and time and accessibility. Of course, you can access more of these things and, you know, this can help. Also, they might just get Botox, who knows, and they have the best Botox people in the world (laughs) where it looks ultra natural. I don't know. Yeah, but the thing is, is like this is what we're seeing. I know, and this is what this article is about, how about we just don't talk about the other people or think about the other people. Easier said than Than done. done. I mean, like I completely agree. I agree that is the problem. The problem is that we're comparing ourselves to anyone. The problem is, is that we live in a society that, you know, the people on pedestals are the ultra 1%, 0.2%, I don't know, 0.0001% of people who are, like, beautiful. Mm. So we think, so all these people that we're following, that we've chosen to follow because we kind of almost look up to them, even if you don't think you do, we kind of do, and we put them on these pedestals. We're following these people, and because we're following so many we think the whole world is like that. But that's not true. No. Because there's only like a certain, like, as you said, percent of people who are blessed with with like the beauty standard of amazing goddess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it's also questioning well, why, <laughs> why is that the beauty standard? I mean, and I think like, like it's such a topic. It really is because it's not like this is a new thing. Like it's a new thing because it's amplified with social media. But let's go way back. Like beauty has been an obsession of the human being for a long time. Look at the stories of Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. Look at our ancient yo um you know gods and goddesses. Uh think of the artists painting the
0: rena-
1: rena- <laughs> Renaissance. <laughs> Renaissance, stutter stutter. Like But they they're not the beauty ideal we see exactly. today. Exactly. But it was all about beauty though it just, that beauty changes. this is my question. (laughs) But beauty doesn't change, it's just how we see it. Yeah, exactly. The perspective. And, And then maybe back when they were painting the Renaissance, they just, like, they saw beauty, like, it could have been that they felt beauty. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, how do we know how they thought about beauty back then? And is it the same definition as what we have now? Well, I feel that, humans, although we've made, you know, big changes in technology, like we're still just humans. Yeah. Like I I think potentially we've thought very same thoughts. (laughs) Yes, the world was once flat and now it's round. (laughs) Uh, You know, like all these thoughts, like yes, once upon a time we thought Zeus was causing the thunder and lightning and now we realise weather. Like I think there is a lot of change but I think some of these really – I don't know, I think innate thoughts and instincts of humans are just a human thing. Mm. But because back then in the ancient times, in the Renaissance times, uh, they didn't have these devices in their pockets where they could instantly look, Mm. you know, this, this level of, I don't know, like the people... The beauty, the people who could even look at the paintings were only a small percent. Yeah, that's like, what I was going to be like, my next question. Yeah, like you didn't, it was like. <laughs> who the, was even looking <laughs> at them? The Medici family, <laughs> like, you know, the ultra rich, the ultra, ultra, like high profile bankers, like very elite society. The other people. Like, we, us, we would have been (laughs) in the the stables, (laughs) like, with mud on our everywhere. Like, I'm having a great time. Yeah, probably, and less worried about what we bloody look like. And also, I think everyone probably would have smelled really bad because less hygiene, maybe. Yeah, (laughs) because this is my next question. So, like, take us back into that. Era like years and years ago, where we weren't able to travel the world. We were yeah. born into our community town, and that is where we lived for the rest of our lives. And there were what a hundred other people in the town, and that's who we were able to yeah. look at for inspiration, look at to for comparison. Am I like them? Do I look like them? Do I fit in here? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Like, so there was so much less yeah. in our face, so much yeah. less to understand of everyone else in the world. But now as we were talking, like I can go on like anyone's profile, I can see them in a swimsuit, I mm-hmm. can see them in a mirror selfie. Yeah, but you can, can also see them in their active work. But then there's a whole other level that now there's plastic surgery that changes everything. Now there's even filters that just change everything anyway. Like everything we're seeing is in fact probably not real, mm. uh, like none of it. None of it is freaking real. And this is when what we need to do as an individual, if we want to, if we choose to, is to have the awareness to then go and think, hang on a minute, the external factor, the face, the body is not the true magic of that human. Mm. Yes, you might look at a beautiful model and think, wow, she is utterly beautiful but that doesn't define who she is unfortunately that probably will you know it, it will infiltrate her life obviously and it could either lead to an extraordinary life or it could lead to a really sad life too like it doesn't gar- just because you're beautiful i imagine no, I'm i imagine yes doesn't lead to like this this life where everything you touch turns to gold like we know that we see that in the the stories online that we don't really know are true or not. Um, But what we can do is choose to to realise and to know the truth that our looks, our beauty does not define who we are, Mm. that we are so much more than just what we look like. And same with you, Carla, same with her over there, same with him over there, same with them over there. Like just because we see them doesn't mean we know them. Mm. It doesn't define who they are. And if we take that away, then that will allow us to feel less pressure Mm -hmm. to look a certain way. And, I mean, like, we've come a long way. Like, we're seeing a lot more different sizing on TV, in the media. But I would have to say, although bigger, they're still freaking gorgeous, right? They still have the perfect face. So, like, that's another thing to question because it's like, and you know all this perfect. It's in inverted commas because what is perfect? But we can all we can all we'll have understand. We it. understand. It's yeah. It's like a, um, a common whatever that word is, where you're like it's almost like an archetype. Yeah, of beauty. And I mean, like it's a bit of everything, isn't it? Yeah. It's like they've got like the the almond eyes, a little bit of like slanty eyes, but mm. big eyes. Must be big eyes. Small nose. Uh, right now, it's all about the big girl lips, um, high cheekbones look, uh, nice long neck, defined jaw, not one of those double chins like mine. Um, You know, Four like... <laughs> when I see a double chin on, like, on somebody, I'm like, yes! Well, it's not even a double chin. It's just, like, a short neck with not a defined jawline, jawline you yeah, know? Yeah, it makes me very happy. Yeah, me too. And that's why... I mean this is like the I mean like we we're not even touching on like obviously that's a whole other issue when it's race issues mm. where you know like of course we need to see ourselves in the media of course we need to see ourselves on represented. TV represented and this is why representation is important mm. diversity inclusivity yeah. very important um I find this a really I guess almost inspiring topic because it also is inspiring to you know look deeper to to people and, like, get to know them, yeah. you know, more and not judge them or yourself by their looks. And I think it's a practice because sometimes you can say, like, maybe it's, like, someone who's really good looking and suddenly you feel really nervous and you don't want to talk yeah. to them. And I don't even know why we have that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if everyone has that. Maybe they have, like, some element of you can kind of relate to that. But I think it's important to to talk to people whatever they look like and get to yes. know them as who they are from within, like their intellect, like um, what they love to do, yeah. uh, what, what they, I guess – are passionate about, what makes them angry, what makes them happy, like yeah. all these things. Um, what's a favourite movie? Like there's so many interesting things about people that are so much cooler than the way that they look. I know, really. Like, maybe they're a poet and you didn't even know it. Like, <laughs> and like they write, write poetry. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> I mean it's like really that external factor, the look, is the least important. It's boring almost. It's the least interesting. It's least interesting. Like ah, oh, like why do we care so much? And maybe it's just a practice to to stop caring. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself, you know, falling into this category of like the epidemic of body anxiety, body image anxiety. I mean like shit, we've been there. Mm-hmm. Like we grew up thinking that. And we didn't even have social media. We just had Dolly and Cosmo to mm-hmm. look at. And that was enough. Yeah. That did that did yeah, all the, the damage. Monthly, the monthly mag was enough. Yeah. And now I can't even imagine what it is like oh growing my. up with access to an a, a device at every minute of the day able to scroll and able to be looking at these kinds of images. It's it's frightening. And like all these tutorials which are awesome like people yeah do tutorials, make businesses, whatever. Like tutorials to like make your makeup look like you know change your face like all these things that take so much time like do I have to do that no like I don't have time I don't want to do time to do contouring and know like how how do you do that that? (laughs) because like so when I see people do that on a thing I'm like wow they put so much makeup on their face and then it looks so different like when they're finished like it's all blended and stuff and then also what does it look like in real life that's what I want to know I know on the camera it looks really good yeah but I'm like sure if I put that much makeup on my face in real life you would see it like You'd see it Maybe on Maybe there's, like, better quality makeup. Maybe. Or, like, I don't know. Maybe you put it on wrong. <laughs> I probably. I have no idea how to do but makeup. But also I don't like the feeling of it because I have had my makeup done a few times. And, yeah, you look gorgeous. Like, jeez, you're like, is that me? Wow. <laughs> but, like, it felt so, like, clogging and, yeah, like. that's true. We have had our makeup done, like, three times. Yeah. In our lives. And, yeah. like, jeez, I look great. But <laughs> See what I mean, though? Like, then this is the other thing. It's so easy I mean, look, we've come a long way. We've done years and years of, of self-acceptance practice, right? Mm-hmm. We've built a product called Merry Body that is about, you know, accepting yourself. And it helps you Yes, to it's the yourself. action to self-accept yeah. uh, because, you know, it's quite hard. It has to be a practice because we are living in this world where we are bombarded by messaging and if we have – lack of awareness, it's very easy to fall back into the, oh, I'm only as good as what I look like Mm -hmm. and what I look like is the most important thing and I need to change what I look like uh, to fit in or to be accepted, but it's not true. Remind yourself that that's not true or, like, yeah, like kind of interrupt the thought pattern. Yeah. It is so easy to go down that whirlwind or that black hole, I should say, of... You are only what you look like. I really liked that, how you said it. You need to interrupt yeah. the thought pattern. You, you need have to, to. Yeah, you have to, like, be like, hang on, there's an alarm. So it's like, you know, you have this thing. When I think a thought like this, which is, I don't know, I need to change or I'm ugly or I'm too fat, I'm too this – then you need to do something different. Then I'm going to like actually get up and shake it off. Yeah, like put some music <laughs> on, shake it off. Uh, if you're in Merrybody, Body, if you are a Merry Body member, that's when you put on a class, put on a meditation. We have meditations in there that are all about kind of like, uh, you know, really deepening and and – solidifying these messages. I mean, when you're relaxed, listening to beautiful music and with Carla's beautiful voice in your ears Mm -hmm. telling you, you know, that it's okay to accept yourself or that you are stronger than you think, you know, these words, they begin to become your truth. And that's cool. That's what meditation, guided meditation is good for, I think, Mm -hmm. when you really are looking to kind of shift your mindset, shift your thought patterns. They... Are amazing. I agree, and how good that like it can be. You know, a five minute thing. Yes, that's that's why I really love what we create. It's doable. You can pop it on. You can actually pop it on and do your work. Like you know, even have it in the background and like keep doing what you were doing, but it's playing in the background. Like. It's not like you're going to close your eyes and listen in that case, like yeah. you keep your eyes open, but it will still have some kind of power. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's, it's really cool. So I guess we'll end this podcast with sharing a little bit, I guess, about how we, and I know we already mentioned it, but I think it's cool. I think it's really exciting to know that, you know, what we have created, what we went through, uh is helping, you know, so many people through this self-acceptance. And reading this article made me realise how important it is, like even more important. Like I knew it was important work and I was like, yes, like we're helping people as they join. But then when I see this and, you know, the amount of people who feel that way, like 43% and then 70% of that other survey, it just made me realise like, oh my gosh, like this is so needed. Yeah, And I think because exercise is commonly so linked to our external uh true transformation whether it's like weight loss or booty gains or getting rid of something on your body or adding something like abs or something to your body i think that's the reason why mary body is so powerful because it's like the opposite like yeah your yoga and pilates is gonna make you stronger it's gonna make you more flexible I think we can all agree that if we go from doing nothing to doing something that we will see some kind of change. But what if that wasn't the only reason why we exercised? It could be like one of the reasons, like you want to get stronger, you want to like um, be able to walk up the stairs and not be puffed out. I think that's really great. And this stuff, the thing is that stuff is not just important about your looks. Like being Functional. being strong, having muscle, adding muscle percentage to your body, the least important thing is about the looks. Do you know why it's important? It helps you live longer with more ease. And less injury. Less injury. Uh, quicker uh, healing. More comfort. Like this, this is a great reason. Mm-hmm. I want to get strong so as I age I'm less prone to injury. Mm-hmm. Boom. So good. And, like, you're never too young to think about stuff like that. I mean, like, if you are surrounded by older people, if you have grandparents, if you have great-grandparents, it's easy to see, okay, unless your grandpa or grandma is, like, super fit, like, yeah, be inspired by them. <laughs> but, you know, ours are not. We've seen them deteriorate. And it's it's like, wow, like, you know, I want to live that long, but I want to live, like, with more strength and with being feeling able to hold myself, mm-hmm. feeling able to sh- hold my shoulders back until I'm older Mm -hmm. because, you know, you see that with older people, they start like hunching forward because they're weak. And gravity. And gravity, but they're weak Mm -hmm. in their core. They're weak in their backs. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, of course, it's harder to build muscle as you age. Young bodies like that's what they like they do they are quicker to heal they're quicker to build muscle they're quicker to get fitter but if we you know keep the practice up and or come back to the practice if you've had a, had a big break it's never too late now is the best time to start and we begin with baby steps 5 minutes of movement next day 10 minutes of movement next day have a little break next day try a 20 minute class i just think the least important thing about yoga and pilates is what we look like Absolutely. And exercise, there's so much more to care about. Also, that there's a whole other level of health with, like, circulatory, uh, cardio, like, all these health aspects. Uh, hello, the mind, the best mood lifter out there is exercise. Mm-hmm. The best way to get out of your anxious mind, in my eyes, my opinion, is exercise. Like this stuff is is there for us. Mm, and I think that's so cool. And then also if you can then, if you have body image anxiety, using your exercise practice as a way to practice the opposite of that, which is body acceptance, self-acceptance, is also really powerful because you're moving your body and you're present in your body and then you're able to share, show gratitude for your body and maybe past you when you were doing the yoga pose and the forward fold used to focus on the fact that your belly overhung your leggings. It's like and then slowly that thought doesn't come into the, into the practice because you interrupt it and you go, hang on a minute, I don't actually need to think that that's wrong. Like my belly is allowed to hang over my leggings, right? And, and I don't need to actually care about that. Yeah. I'm so glad that we invented this thing because it helped myself so much because (laughs) honestly, like so much of my old, you know, when I first begun or re-begun yoga, like, you know, we started when we were very young in our teens but then we found it again later in our 20s. I was always so conscious of that, you know, and God, it was like not big at all. Like I was always thin but, you know, the skin fold, the fat fold over the pants. So... It always disrupted my yoga practice because all I could think about was that fat roll. Such a sad thing when I think about poor me, poor past me. But thank me because I did the work, mm-hmm. and now I know the truth. That God, so who cares? No one. Who cares? It's like no one else cares. Only you're caring. I'm giving it the power. You're, yeah. you're saying that this matters when actually you can decide it doesn't, and you can just keep enjoying your practice and life. Yeah. Enjoy yeah, the exactly. life. exactly. And that's the thing. You know, when you when you do something like that, when you're worrying about your belly on the yoga mat, no doubt that you're worrying about it in other aspects of your life as well, whether it's walking down the street, whether it's walking past the office cubicle that someone's in. Yeah. You know, all these thoughts where you're like, okay, make sure I look suck good. My suck my tummy in. Yeah, like da, da 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 All these kinds of things. When you practice that on the mat, you'll walk it off the mat. Yes. And that is the most powerful thing when, yeah, you're practicing self-acceptance during your merry body but then you're out living your life and suddenly the thoughts that used to bother you about what you looked like aren't even there anymore. It's such an amazing feeling and it is possible. And even if you feel like it's impossible, know that we were so deep into that body image anxiety to the point of eating disorders to the point of obsessive diets to the point of two nose jobs Mm -hmm. like we were there yeah sometimes I like when you reflect on that you're like yeah we were deep in it yeah like you know even when I got my nose jobs like I didn't think it was a big deal like I was like but that's because everything norm. It's like yeah, but normified. like normified. That's not a word. <laughs> normified it. It's so normified. <laughs> it's so normified <laughs> because we saw all the cosmetic shows. Look, it's as simple as <laughs> that. Oh my! Ah. So this was a fun episode. We're gonna pop a link to that article in the show notes, and anything else we talked about, find it in the show notes as well. If you want to talk to us directly about it, reach out to us on Instagram. We are there and we reply to every message that we receive. Yeah, I'm really excited about this topic. I mean, it's great that it's getting further, you know, attention Mm -hmm. because we definitely need a shift in this world. Well, the thing is we need awareness of it. In order for it to be changed. Yes. Like there's only so many people who can bang on about there is body image epidemic. Like, you know? Yeah. We need like more people to talk about yeah. the more people talking about it, the better. Yeah. Because the more people who are reading about it and then resonating with it and realizing, oh my god, that's me. Like I did say <laughs> like, Oh, I did that for the last thirty years yeah. or something. And then and then when they're saying, like giving, you know, advice on how to undo it, like this first step of like not talking about bodies at all yeah not commenting on bodies cool all right i'm gonna give that a go see how i go and like this one tiny thing i can try and change yeah amazing it's very powerful thank you so much for listening thank you Bye. bye